What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Monday, see what time it is. Time for the Mock Draft Monday. We are going to do a half PPR 12 team league, which I feel like, you guys are like, oh, another one of those. It's been seven weeks. It has been a long time since we have done the most common setup that I've seen, half PPR scoring, 12 team league, and we've gone through all the combinations, so we will randomize what is next. But first up, a lot of you have been asking for auctions, so I'll put on the screen uh, I don't know, a little bit below these team grades, exactly where we do the actual draft. For those of you who have, don't care at all about auction, you can skip right to that part. Don't have to listen to this. But a lot of asked about auction strategy. And so I was like, okay, this week I'm going to do like a few auction drafts. I'm going to show you guys the results because I don't want to sit here and do a whole auction draft. It takes forever to do those. And I'll show you guys the results of the teams. And so basically this is what I did this last week. And you can see the embarrassment that is, uh, this is the order of the teams I drafted in the only three mock drafts I've done for auction leagues. And team number one finished with $59 left in salary. So tip number one, don't do that. Don't leave yourself with $59. Uh, but really what it was is it was a story of three things. It was like my progression through learning kind of what to do this season. I started off too passive. Basically, every single time someone came up, I was like, that's too much money. That's too much money. And I get into like the 50s for players. And I'm like, I literally have like Justin Jefferson and Kyle Pitts. Those are two players you can kind of see through the team. I drafted Kyle Pitts on every single team. I drafted Jefferson on two of the three teams. Those are the two that were standing out to me that were like really good values. And so I grabbed them. But on this first team, I just kept passing on players. And then it got to the point where I was, I was in the middle rounds. I was like, okay, I, I like the value in all these guys. But I could have, you know, paid twice as much for these different players. I could have made Chase Edmonds into Christian McCaffrey if I really wanted to. Like, I just, I had so much left over. And so that's tip number one, what we learned in team, team one, which gets a 74 team grade. And if you guys know the team grades on the website using that one, they're very harsh. So 74 is still... Um, like, uh, I don't know what it'd be on fantasy pros, fantasy pros, but probably like in the high eighties, maybe, uh, and getting like an 88 on the last team here, that's like a, like a 97, 98 on fantasy pros. So it's probably like a 10 point, uh, maybe 10, 12 point difference sometimes. But anyways, I was too passive. I was saying these guys are going for crazy amounts of money. I was basically like, all oh, these teams are going to run out of money. And then they didn't, I mean, they did, but the players at the end of the draft are so cheap that it's okay to run out of money later on. So then I was like, okay, let's try things out. Let's change things up. I drafted Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, and Kyle Pitts. I'm like, okay, I'll have no money left, but all these players were going really cheap at the end of the draft, and so I'll just get all of them, and I'll have a super team. And it, like, almost worked out. I would honestly say that, like, so I'd carved my quarterback. Um, having that, like, five players, again, Dalvin, Najee at running back, Jefferson, and Diggs at receiver with Pitts, like, your, your weekly upside there is massive. The problem was flex with DeAndre Hopkins, who suspended to start the season, but he'll be good once he gets back in there. Then the bench was kind of weak. I mean, Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson, Nico Collins, uh, Rashad White, Tyler Algier, and Zamir White, and then backup quarterback, Kirk Cousins. So my team grade tool, it dinged me for that. It was like, listen, your starting lineup's awesome, but you have like the worst bench I've ever seen, and it gives me 77. So a slight upgrade, a little bit better. Uh, it was good to attack players early on, but, you know, not a good grade. So I was like, okay. Let's go into this with like a focused approach. I was like, I want two running backs. I, I looked at all the teams that had been doing well. Um, I kind of looked over all of the prices that everyone's going for. And I'm like, listen, I want early running backs. That's what I want. Redraft leagues. I just, I want to attack two running backs that I really like that are effectively first round, maybe early second round running backs. I want that on my team. If we take Dalvin Cook, you see the prices are different. It's just because they're from different drafts. This was my last draft. 
Dalvin Cook was $46. DeAndre Swift, $45. So I grabbed those two. And then I was like, okay. My problem in draft two was that I spent up on two wide receivers, one of them for like a lot of money. I just, I left myself with nothing on the bench. And I was kind of looking through all the different prices and I was like, we love attacking wide receiver redraft leagues. Like that's what we like to do. And our, our general strategy for a normal redraft league that doesn't have weird settings is we want those running backs early. We want to hammer wide receivers in the middle rounds, maybe grab a tight end we like. Again, on this team, I also grabbed, uh, grabbed Kyle Pitts, uh, maybe grab one of those quarterbacks in rounds five through nine, maybe leaning six through nine. I grabbed Kyler Murray. I thought he was really good value at $7. And it's like, if you can just build a team that effectively fits the style we like in redraft, but do it for auction and then get to pick players at different ADPs and like be able to, to pick players that you really like, I think that's a really good way to build it out. So that's what I did. So starting lineup now, we have $0 left over. I didn't leave myself with a billion dollars. It's Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks, Kyle Pitts, Mike Williams, and then Broncos defense for all of them. And then uh, the bench was much better. Elijah Moore, Hunter Renfro, Gabriel Davis, Brandon Ayuk, and then running backs, Stevenson, Rashad White, and Zamir White. So I would use that as a template, honestly, going to the draft. Try and grab two running backs that are like really good that you feel confident in. You don't need to grab Dalvin and Swift. If you want to do like uh, one of McCaffrey and Taylor and then with like a little bit of a, maybe a later second round running back, like just I would get two running backs to have like a first and second round kind of ADP uh, that you like that you think are relatively good values. And you don't have to be like, oh, this guy's going for like $2 more than expected, not a good value. If they're going for roughly what's expected, roughly what I have on the table, you can spend up a few dollars. Maybe you can get a value going a little bit beneath, but like in general, just as long as you're not, you know, dropping like 70 bucks when a player is supposed to go for 45, like just, just be in the general ballpark. And then I said, uh, again, if you're going to do that, you probably just can't draft a, a first round wide receiver, but I grabbed one in the second round. I grabbed Brandon Cooks, who's what, like a fourth or fifth round pick. Uh, another like third, fourth round pick in Mike Williams. And I was just attacking that general range. I think that's a sharp thing to do. You don't need to be spending $1 on a bunch of wide receivers when you can get Ayuk, Gabriel Davis, Hunter and Fro, Elijah Moore for like six bucks. Like, I think it's worth going up a little bit, capturing some of the much better floor, a much better ceiling. And because you're doing that, you just can't grab that like third round one player, if that makes sense. So I would use that last team as a template. Um, again, Second team falter because I grabbed like four and a half, I guess, really high-priced players. And the first team was bad because I really only got one elite player. Uh, you cannot win an auction league if you're drafting all these players in like rounds five through seven. You're still going to need elite players. They have the best chance of posting elite ceilings. So that's my uh, my general take on auction. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you can post it in like Discord. You can tweet it at me, at NixAlecFFA. I'll try and answer questions uh, there. But Discord, obviously, is going to be your best bet. Everyone has all in, has access to... The Discord. If you don't have all in, go to the website, thefencefootballvice.com. Sign up today. Okay. So that's auction. Let's do a draft. I have on my left screen, you guys obviously can't see it. I pulled up the 12-team half PPR rankings. Um, I think everything is set up normal. We're going to go back to two wide receivers, one flex spot, seven bench. Very common setup. We will randomize, but I'm not going to give myself, I say I'm not going to give myself the one. I won't give myself one or two. Anything else, whatever it is. Four. Okay, we'll take four, and that's what we will do. I was looking. Let's pull up. Um, let's just pull this up, and let's just see. I was looking beforehand, and it looks like Fantasy Pros improved. That's what I kind of said every single week in August. Fantasy Pros, really every day in August. Fantasy Pros is slowly going to get a little bit sharper. 
What I question is, I don't think, yeah, these haven't been changed. The Yahoo, NFL, ESPN, like ADPs haven't changed. So I think I want to remove that. And I want to just keep what Fantasy Pros has. Because when I looked it over, at least, Fantasy Pros is getting better and better. And when we get to in late August, Fantasy Pros is going to be a fantastic one to draft from. Uh, so we'll at least start off. If we get into the beginning of the draft and it looks bad, we'll go in and maybe we'll add in Yahoo, NFL, ESPN. Because realistically, we should be adding those in when we're doing actual drafts. Um, but yeah, I want to keep just Fantasy Pros here. So let's start the draft. I really hope I remember to uh, put the timestamp on. So I bet you a lot of people are joining us right now. Um, let's actually just look. Let's just look right away and see, do these make sense and should we be changing these? Um... Running backs look good. This looks like what running back is. Okay. Wide receivers. Wide receivers look good, I think. We're good. We can draft from this. Okay. High drafter players, and let's get into it. Draft board. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Derek Henry. So I guess that's one. There's going to be variants kind of involved in here. Um, let's honestly just change that. Let's just change that to McCaffrey. So we don't get any we don't get any hate. That is a typical start. Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the question at this spot is basically only between um, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. As you guys know, I have Jefferson. I tweet out a poll, which probably is going to be done soon. Um, and it looks like Jefferson is going to win. I asked you guys, who would you draft between Chase and Jefferson? Because I think I want to make Justin Jefferson... The number three pick in drafts. I think it's pretty clearly Taylor and McCaffrey like one, two, but I kind of want to make Jefferson three ahead of Cooper Cup. It's not because of this injury to Stafford. I'm literally not factoring that in. I don't know. I just think Jefferson, I I, I think he's gonna be one. I think if you if you ask me right now who's gonna be a top scoring wide receiver, I feel like Justin Jefferson is a better chance. He's a better chance to have literally like two thousand yards. Now I know that's weird having Cup just come off this incredible season, but I don't know. I just think Jefferson might just have like this nuclear season this year. Uh, and I just want him on as many teams as possible. But hey, we got him at four. Pull up the draft board. Kelsey goes in round two. Um, running backs, a lot go. Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Najee, Henry, Mixon, Swift, Kamara, Chubb, Barkley, Javonta Williams, Leonard Fournette. And then only four, four wide receivers. Jamar Chase, Diggs, Adams, Lamb. We just miss out on getting Lamb. That would have been a really nice double dip. And running back, our only one we're considering here is Aaron Jones. That is the last player. I don't even need to look at the rankings. That's the last player in that top tier. Uh, and then Debo and Mike Evans are probably pretty clearly um, like the next best options. Uh, but I definitely have um, I definitely have Aaron Jones ranked ahead of them. Let's see. Debo at the 209. We're at 209, so that would be a fine pick there. Um, Mike Evans a little bit back. But yeah, Aaron Jones much, much higher. I mean, he's somewhere. There he is, 203. Um, one thing you can consider here is Andrews. So basically, I think the picks are between Andrews and uh, Aaron Jones. Um, I personally like teams a little bit more when they start off with at least one of these running backs. I don't really want to skip out a running back in both the first two rounds. Had we gotten maybe Christian McCaffrey in round one, I'd consider going Mark Andrews, trying to get that little there. Um, like basically try and hit the number one running back and number one tight end. Um, skipping on a running back here, I fear what we'd kind of be at the next pick, and so I won't. I'll take Aaron Jones. 
And also, Aaron Jones, uh, some people have asked about being concerned about like AJ Dillon. No, I think Dillon's a phenomenal pick. I think Dillon's going to get more targets than people think, more touchdowns than people think, be more involved. But I just think the, these two are going to be such a massive part of the offense that they're always going to be on the field, not both at the same time. But like it's just like they're both going to have really high snap shares, but also high usage. So when Aaron Jones isn't on the field, like obviously he's not scoring fantasy points, but when he gets there, even if he has a, a lower snap rate than a lot of the higher end running backs, his usage when he's out there is going to be insane. Really high reception upside, really high touchdown upside. I mean, he's just a great player. So that's why I, I really, really like him. Pull up the draft board again. Josh Allen goes, Mark Andrews goes. We see Zeke, James Conner, uh, Keenan Allen, and Debo Samuel off the board. So we can consider running back here. Um, I do think it's a little bit early for like Akers, Montgomery, Brees Hall, Etienne. Etienne is probably my top ranked running back. If I pull up the rankings, we will see Brees actually. Uh, Brees Hall is first. But I have them both as like mid third round picks. We're kind of closing in on that mid third round. I don't know if there's like huge value there. Um, a lot of them feel very similar in value. And while I'm not going to get any of them at the next pick, um, it just doesn't feel like an awesome thing to do. No quarterback also, so it's too early for quarterback. So it's no quarterback, no running back. Pitts is an option. I have Pitts now 24th overall. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. We're at 28, so it's not like a huge value, but I like Pitts a lot. And then it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans I have right behind Pitts. 3.2 value for Kyle Pitts. 3.1 value for Mike Evans. The 212 and the 301. So you go with either one. I kind of want to go with Pitts. Um, I just, I like these top three, Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts. Fine with Kittle. Fine with Waller. I don't really want anyone of the next like five or six. And so it, it becomes a situation where like, it's like, I want a top three or I want two late. I think there are a lot of really good players late that I want. And I think the ceiling for Pitts is quite literally like 1,300 yards and double-digit touchdowns. So I want on my team. And I'm cool missing out on high and wide receiver because we have Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson could approach 2,000 receiving yards a season on like a high end. I think he could break the receiving record. Like I, I am all in on Justin Jefferson. Again, I, I mean, you might be watching this and maybe I did move him up to one. So right now, we're even. Aaron Jones, Justin Jefferson, Kyle Pitts. Really, really good start there. Who went after us? No other tight ends came off the board. No quarterbacks came off the board. So, interesting. Maybe we have the option of Herbert. Where do I have Herbert? 407, we're at 409. So, what I would prefer is maybe we can get one of them at the 504. That would probably be much better off for us. Uh, and by one of them, I mean him or Mahomes, who I have like ranked back-to-back. -back. So that's probably our best option, especially because this team already has uh, Josh Allen. And so we're only looking at four picks here that might take them. And if we miss out, we miss out. You know, it's fine. Um, I'll list off the running back wide receiver, but I'll probably do that like just this last round for those of you listening to the podcast. Montgomery, Jacobs, Brees, Akers, Etienne, and Mitchell. So all the running backs we would have wanted at this pick. Uh, and then running or wide receiver, Evans, Tyreek Hill, Pittman, Higgins, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Sutton, McLaurin, Waddle, and Brandon Cooks. So again, uh, the ADPs are much better 
than they used to be early in the summer. I don't want to go running back here. I'd be looking at A.J. Dillon. I'd be looking at like Miles Sanders and Gibson. I just feel it's too early for them. And again, this is another reason why I'm, I'm glad we took um, Aaron Jones where we did because I feel confident enough skipping out on running back again because I really feel he's like a locked-in one. Again, we're going to skip out on quarterback and we're not going to take another tight end. So leaves us wide receiver. Top wide receiver on the board, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. We can play ADP game with Allen Robinson, definitely. Um, he is my top-ranked wide receiver, um, but we wouldn't pick him. He's maybe 10, 10 spots back by ADP. You're probably not going to get Mike Williams with the next pick. They're saying take Deontay Johnson. They have him ranked higher than Mike Williams. I don't feel confident enough in the Pittsburgh offense. I do have Mike Williams ranked ahead of Deontay Johnson. Um, I just don't feel confident enough in that offense to really attack that wide receiver position. Honestly, outside of um, George Pickens, who looks like he's going to be a really good prospect. So I would rather Mike Williams a a lot more upside on the Chargers. So we'll take him. Uh, We'll have the option of potentially... Oh, Allen Robinson does go. Uh, Oh, no. This was like worst case scenario at the turn. So I was basically saying, there's going to be four picks that go by. As long as three of them aren't Allen Robinson, Justin Herbert, or Patrick Mahomes, we're good. Unfortunately, during those four picks, we see Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes all come off the board. Wow. That is absolutely brutal. So four quarterback, no. The next option would be like a mid-fifth round grade. We're in like that early mid-fifth round. Again, I... I'd rather just get value at quarterbacks. We're not going to do that. Kittle is becoming a huge value. So I suppose perhaps maybe we did make a mistake grabbing Pitts. I don't know that they would actually fall this far. Um, I'm not going to change that in the draft because then that ended up giving us the players that like we would have wanted, and that's kind of cheating. Um, I do feel like they'll go in this, like, I think at least Waller will go here. They have Kittle ahead of Waller. I think that's a mistake. I think Waller should be ahead of Kittle. Um, yeah, perhaps a mistake on our end going that early. I just, I don't think so. I think grabbing pits in that third round is really good. So we're basically left looking at these running backs. Dylan is still on the board. Miles Sanders still on the board. I have Dylan at the 4-10. And Miles Sanders, a, a good chunk back of that. So Dylan would definitely be my next option. Problem is I have... Aaron Jones. I think that's fine. Like I had said, this isn't like a, this isn't like handcuffing. And this is like such a good offense that is so concentrated amongst like not that many players. And honestly, we don't even know what the wide receivers are going to be that's concentrated on. Romeo Dubs is like dominating right now, but we don't even know. Um, I just think they're going to be so heavily, heavily used. And like how many weeks are they not going to have a, a touchdown between Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon? Not many. So I would be fine doing this. Um, it's just obviously like less than ideal. I just, I don't see another running back. I don't see another running back guy. So if we go running back, it basically has to be AJ Dillon or we wait even longer. At wide receiver, it looks like uh, I would imagine Mooney is our top ranked player because um, McLaurin is off the board. Um, Gabriel Davis, actually. Oh, that's going to be tough. It's Gabriel Davis just a little bit ahead of Mooney, like 0.3 in value. 
but he's our top ranked player. He, in terms of ADP, is at 69. We're at pick 52. Our next pick, are they going to tell us, is the 610. I guess I can look that up. The 610 is 70. So we can risk it. And to be honest, because we just missed out on this value, I, I kind of want to risk it. I kind of want to not take Davis here. Hope that we can grab Davis in the next round. If we miss, we might still be left with like an Elijah Moore, um, Michael Thomas, Amonor St. Brown, Adam Thielen. Like they'll still be really good options for us. I think instead of reaching and grabbing him now, I think it's better off waiting. For those of you who are wondering about tight end, I'm not going to grab two tight ends. It's the bully tight end strategy. I don't want to do that basically unless I'm on underdog. I think it is viable on underdog to take two of them. Um, you're looking for those like absolute monster weeks in the playoffs. For redraft leagues, you're effectively drafting this next one as a wide receiver, and they would be going later if they were wide receivers. So, no. So the question is, do I go suboptimal with A.J. Dillon here, hope that Gabriel Davis is there at the next pick, or... Do I draft top wide receiver? Uh, I believe it was Judy, actually. Yeah, it was Judy. Brendan Cooks is gone. Judy and then Darnell Mooney. And hey, ho ho maybe Darnell Mooney will be on the clock when we're up there. It probably won't be. My one, my, my wondering here is if we, even if we get lucky, okay, we, we draft Judy. Then we get Davis the next pick. I mean, we're looking at, we're looking at. Oh, I guess I was looking at this team, so it's actually eight. So we actually get one pick sooner. We're looking at like a very long time before we get the next running back. Seven oh four. It might be ugly, but I kind of want to do it. I kind of want to do it. Because I do think it's suboptimal to take Dylan, even though it is fine to do so. Let's do it. One other thing I'm thinking, though. Technically, if I don't take Judy, that's one extra wide receiver that people have to draft in order to get to Gabriel Davis and the other wide receivers I like. Uh, okay. Let's think about this. What's the drop-off? The drop-off between AJ Dillon, let's just, we'd probably be looking at like, Tony Pollard and Melvin Gordon, honestly, would probably be the running backs we're looking at. AJ Dillon is at like one for value. Tony Pollard's at like zero. So we're looking at like one value spot, basically, is the drop-off. I'm probably going to end up taking two wide receivers, I would assume. So what would be the difference between like Judy and like that next one would probably be like Devonta Smith and Adam Thielen, which has a bigger drop. Judy is at, oh, I passed him. Judy is at 0.7. The other wide receivers would be, oh my God, it's so close. It would probably be around negative 0.2. So it's effectively the same pick. Good grief. But if we get lucky, Gabriel Davis is up there. I think the correct pick would be to do Judy. Do Judy. We'll see what's left at the next pick. Ooh. Okay, so I mean, Gabriel Davis is gone. But I think I saw some... Decent values for us real quickly. So a lot of tight ends come off. Kittle, Waller, Schultz, Knox all come off the board. Um, Gabriel Davis made it to 603, did not make it back to us. Uh, tight ends flew off the board. Burrow, Jackson, 
and Murray and actually in the sixth round, it started off with Tyler Lockett. We're at the 609. After Lockett, it was Burrow, Davis, then Lamar, Waller, Kyler, Schultz, Knox. So only two running backs go. That was the one thing I was looking at. Dylan goes and Kareem Hunt goes, and a lot of wide receivers come off the board. So now Dobbins is an option. If Dobbins is going to start the season healthy now, because it used to be we thought it was going to be Gus. Now Gus might not start the season healthy. Where's Dobbins? Because that might be a sharp thing for us to do. We know we're still going to get one of these wide receivers. We don't need to double dip because we already have one. Dobbins is at 6-2. We're at 6-9. So Dobbins becomes uh, the best pick on the board right now. I think that works out for us. All right. I don't like love Dobbins or anything, but I think that was just a good enough value to where we probably couldn't pass that up. Miles Sanders is still on the board. Interesting. Uh, Sanders, Edmonds, Penny is exactly how I would have it ranked. I think you go with Sanders here. I think because we missed out on running back for a while, we take a few that are still the lead backs in their teams. Uh, they're going to be committees, but they're also going to be good offenses, so there's touchdown opportunities and stuff. If we didn't, I mean, we are looking at great wide receivers. Elijah Moore, Amandre St. Brown, Monta Smith, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Hunter Renfro, Drake London. And then I think it's a drop-off into like that Lazard, Christian Kerr, Hopkins. I don't think they'll be there. It would be like a dream if we can get Sanders and one of them. Uh, but neither of, of those two like groupings is still going to be on the board in our next pick, at least most likely. And then tight end and quarterback. I mean, quarterback is an option, but I just think because of how much we abandoned running back, it's just, there's more value in, in taking the the running back here. If we did go with quarterback, I can pull that up into the rankings as well. Um, Hertz is a phenomenal value right now. But if we can wait and still get Brady, Wilson, or Dak at the next pick, they'll also be good enough values. And, you know, three of these teams already have quarterbacks. We might be able to pull it off. I think we have to go with Sanders. I think we're just missing out too much if we don't. Uh, looks like Dak will still be on the board. Of course, that's the one we didn't want. But the wide receivers are still there. And now that's value I feel like we have to attack. So this is honestly like a, a different build style than I feel like I usually have. But I feel like we we just missed out on getting some things that we wanted to happen. And we've basically just been adapting ever since then. If you're listening, again, wide receivers, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, running backs, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, Pitts at tight end, don't have a quarterback yet. Uh, probably still not going to do that because five flew off the board. Hertz, Brady, Wilson, Rogers, and Lance all came off. So Dak is... Uh, the next best, he's in an 8-4, we're 8-9, so it's like slight value, but nothing crazy. Uh, but these wide receivers, pull up the wide receiver rankings. Like St. Brown's on the board, Devonta Smith, Ayuk, and like those are three players that we, we thought were kind of at the end of that tier. Uh, again, it would be a dream if we could get two of them. Uh, looks like I have it St. Brown, then Devonta Smith, then Ayuk. But all of them would still be good picks at this spot. I think you have to just take St. Brown. I just think that's such a good, such a good value. Oof. Looks like Ayuk is still on the board. This will be a decision point. Ayuk or Dak? I think you have to go Dak. 
I am warming up a lot more to Ayuk. Um, I talked about not really wanting him as much before. And I really do think the hype's going to get there where people start drafting him a lot earlier. But maybe he just burned so many people last year where it's not going to happen. Um, I have him at, which one's mine? ADP 40. I have him at 41 for wide receivers. Um, and again, as the 806, we're at 904. So it would be a really good pick according to the rankings. Um, again, yeah, he's having a phenomenal camp. Great reviews from even Shanahan. Like he's going to be good. He's going to be good this season. I just I do question the total passing volume of the offense. But regardless of how I feel about Ayuk, we have Jefferson, we have Mike Williams, we have Judy, we have St. Brown. He's our fifth wide receiver. I think our team just benefits more grabbing Dak. If we don't grab Dak, are we at the long turn here? Yeah, we're at the long turn. And there's there's a possibility that like we end up stuck with. Probably car and like, well, I don't think that's a big downgrade. I think I just still prefer getting Dak. Now you can look at this and say every single one of these teams has a quarterback. Uh, the problem is plenty of people like taking two quarterbacks in this range, and it could absolutely happen. You're in your draft, and the Rogers team wants Dak too, or the Wilson team, or the Brady team, or the Hurts team, like Lance team. Like all these teams could definitely still take Dak, and so I wouldn't look at that and say, oh, they're not going to draft a quarterback. Like no, they could they could definitely still take him. So. I think he's the best pick here. He kind of rounds out that starting lineup. We didn't need Ayuk. Um, it was a good value according to like the rankings. Like it's just it was a good pick. So okay, five bench left. Then defense with our last pick, and we're relatively even. We've Aaron Jones, Dobbins, and Sanders with a little bit less value there overall. So I, I would say that with these five picks, we probably want three running backs and two wide receivers. So how do we want to split that out? Um, I don't see any wide receivers screaming at me. Sky Moore, um, Jacoby Myers would be good picks here. Uh, Kenny Galladay. Less good reports on Parker recently. He's kind of taken a step back apparently. I think I'd rather lock up our top running back, who I believe is Naheem Hines, who's going to be used way more in the passing game than people think. But let me verify that. Spillers here. Where is Hines? Hines, yeah. And Hines at 906. We're at, yeah. It would be Hines, Spiller, Rashad White would actually be next. And he's kind of takes a little bit. And then we get into to James Robinson right after that. It's ADP. Uh, no, there's a lot of picks that go by. I don't think we need to play ADP game. All right. Let's take Hines. I might take another running back with this pick because there's still so many wide receivers I love a little bit later on. Here's what I kind of want to do. Yeah. Hines, Spiller, two wide receivers, and then honestly, I might just take... Um, I wonder if they even have him ranked. How would I... Can you even look up players? Oh, can you look it up here? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. When your keyboard is, like, super far away. I wonder where they have him. I don't even remember how to spell his last name. It's, like, poor... The running back on, on KC is what we're looking for. 
Good grief, you're gonna make me you make me scroll here. Pacheco. P-A, I was gonna P-O. P-A-C. They do have him, okay. ECR 322. So yeah, we weren't gonna find him in the scroll, and he's not gonna come off the list. So we can take Pacheco in the very last round that's not defense. So I want to take running back here, wide receiver, wide receiver, Pacheco last round, defense there. Honestly, if you wanted to take defense to lock in the one that you really want and then take Pacheco after that, I do think he's probably going to rise more as people like draft more. Um, but you could take Robinson here too. It kind of, I don't know. It depends how you feel about Spiller. Um, I do still think Spiller is going to be the clear number two. And if you can have a handcuff to Austin Eckler, that's going to still get work each week. Uh, I just think it carries more upside it's such a good offense uh if Eckler went down I mean you've got a potential three down running back um Robinson is just a little bit more um I would say less upside coming off of the major injury along with being on the Jaguars like the Jaguars aren't as good not gonna score as many points as the Chargers so take him uh, wide receivers uh we like Nico Collins we like Osborne we like Palmer um Pickens we like Campbell that's why you can kind of leave like two spots on your bench uh, for some of these wide receivers, um, I would say I can look up what the rankings are. I think Osborne or Nico Collins would probably be the ones that I'd prefer the most. Dotson, Dotson, Palmer, Campbell, Osborne. There was someone else. Oh, where's Collins? Collins, right? Yeah, Collins before Dotson. So let's just do that. You don't need to play the ADP game like this late. We're gonna be we're gonna get some of these guys that we like. Uh, Chark has apparently been playing well. Where do I have Chark? I have Chark pretty low. Unless I scrolled past him, I'll type his name in. I have Chark as the wide receiver. 78 maybe i need to move it up just a little bit he's been having a pretty good camp um he is a really good talent like athletically we've seen him produce in the past so he can be like a sneaky guy late um but i would still draft most of these wide receivers um if i'm looking at pure upside with this pick i don't really know that i would go with with dotson i think he dotson has you know has upside is a good player i feel like i'd rather just grab like Palmer. I feel like Palmer has. Oh, I already have. I already have Spiller. I already have Mike Williams. I don't think there's a need to grab Palmer. But Osborne, we can pick here. All right, we'll, we'll take Dotson. We'll take Dotson. He's still a, he's a great talent. Number two wide receiver on a team. We'll take him. Uh, we'll grab our top defense, who is, I believe, the Rams, if they're not gone. They are gone. We're the number one defense, probably. Uh, Colts after that. All right. Colts get at Texans, at Jaguars, which maybe at Texans isn't as good as we think with Mills playing so well, but at Texans, at Jaguars with a good defense, that's a pretty good start. So we'll take them, we'll take Checo, and we will review the team, and then we'll we'll be out of here. All right, uh, again, Pacheco is now my number, oh, what happened? I hit plus, did that just put him here? Yeah, didn't draft him. He's now my number two rated running back on Kansas City. Um, I think he's going to beat out Ronald Jones. He's also a better pass catcher than Ronald, Ronald Jones. Like, he looks good. 
looks good in camp. He's getting great reviews. And if he wins the number two job on KC, he's going to shred this ADP. So, final roster. Dak Prescott, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Kyle Pitts, Jerry Judy and the Colts, and then a defense, wow, and then a bench, of Miles Sanders, Amonor St. Brown, Naheem Hines, Isaiah Spiller, Nico Collins, Jahan Dotson, and Isa. Is Isa? I'm pretty sure it's Isa. I, something like that. Isa Pacheco. So, that'll do for this. Mock Draft Monday. Tomorrow, live, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll answer any questions you have. We'll go over some um, anything that's really happened around the league as far as camps are concerned. We'll do an underdog draft. Uh, Wednesday, I have no idea what the video is going to be yet. And then Thursday will be another uh, player breakdown. So, if you have one, put it in the comments section of this video as well. That, my friends, is the end of this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, hop behind the like button and hop up subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.